Tabletop Podcast. I'm here in the command pod with Lucas. Hello. Lucas, you've got questions about... Um, I don't know what you've got questions about. Tell me your questions, Yes, I've Lucas. got questions about Parker's visions. You mean, yes? Because if you remember, this we've just seen Hesty suspended in some kind of stasis, um, looking yes. rather distressed, um, and rescued him. And I he basically is. had a vision of this back in the cave where we had the argument about the diamond. Um, yes, diamonds. <laughs> diamonds. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, diamonds. And I didn't feel that Parker had any sort of option to act on that vision in some way or other. And so I'm wondering, like, the next time that Parker has a vision, do you know what I mean? Yes. It didn't really make a difference yeah, yeah, to yeah. how, you know, there was nothing I could seem to have done, given the vision, to actually... Yes. Um, what's the word? What you know? may be happening with Parker is that... I mean, we can talk about this and how you think it works. My sense of Parker and the reason that the visions play into Parker's mind at these opportune moments, my sense from the way that Parker was, his story, his origin was described to me by you and whatever we've been through, is that he is sort of unusually receptive, perceptive, prescient, whatever, and that his experience with the sensor of symmetry mm. in the Twilight Monastery where he saw the vision of Cuthbert standing in the entrance That's right. whispering Cairn. Right. So that told me that from time to time Parker will see into the well probably we'll have some kind of prescient experience I suppose is yes probably the future I mean who mm, knows yeah. but I don't know that I've ever thought of those visions as being sort of sliding doors change history right. moments plot um but devices. I mean, they could be. Yeah. They could be. What Parker has not done, not that he's been given much of an opportunity to do so, is follow up on those visions with, I don't know, a, you know, get a second opinion. I don't know where you would start with it. Yes. Well, that was um, what I was basically, that's what I was thinking of. You know, is, is there, hmm. I guess if you're a monk, you know, I mean, in the real world, what you try and do is you try and some kind of me meditate in some way on those visions you have and try and, you know, well, yes, find some way of controlling any... this uh, this I wouldn't yes. wouldn't call it a uh, an ability but I mean there's always is Enfen uh, uh, yeah. she's definitely conscious from your experience your encounter with her in the cave that same encounter yes. she's clearly conscious that you are gifted or that you have the capacity to see things she was keen that you didn't share what you saw so perhaps let's have a think about so that. So would there would there be a because uh, I'm thinking you know would there be a journey to the monastery at some stage or other to uh, have a well, consultation that isn't Fen? That's up to Parker. Mm. But something that occurs to me. Well, it's a bit or, difficult or at the moment because I think we're sort of trapped in the middle <laughs> yeah. of some dungeon. <laughs> yeah, you're trapped in the middle of goodness knows <laughs> yeah. where. The other thing that occurs to me though is in that encounter with this Enfen in the cave, when you saw the vision of Hesty trapped in what turned out to be this globe of lightning mm. that you've just found him in, was that you were expressed told not to share what you had seen mm. is it possible that Zenfen forbade you from discussing what you had seen in order that Hesti because Hesti if he had known what you had seen might have changed his behaviour maybe Zenfen is trying to preserve the thread of causality mm -hmm. that's a very interesting in other theory. words if you had yeah. said to Hesti uh, I've just had a vision of you whatever then when Hesti had encountered that chamber assuming that everything else had worked as, as it did in terms of the sequence of events Hesty would have seen this globe of lightning and known to 
treat it with more caution than perhaps he did. True. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, you hadn't told him about the vision, so, you know. Yes. I have to say, <laughs> it's finally quite amusing. You saw a vision of the entrance way, the kind of mechanism, the floating barrel that led to the, the sodden hold that yes, led down to right, the... Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you know, that was placed in your way. And when you actually encountered exactly that circumstance, none of you, including you, remembered that you'd seen it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so very, I worry. That was I've got to be nervous. Just as a meta from a player point of view, um, mm. actually, that's what got me to start thinking about this because I realized that actually forgetting that vision was actually not very helpful. So that actually, I learned my lesson on that one. I actually wrote down the Hesty vision so that I was like, okay, if yeah. that comes up again. <laughs> well, you've had another vision as well that you've not yet assuming it was a, a vision of the future that you've not yet seen realized in reality don't know if you remember but that, it but if you ha don't doesn't matter what i like about parker is this confluence and it suits it fits with you lucas in terms of your areas of interest of as it were kind of cosmology and then this kind of ability to sort of you know the, the connection between the the, the orrery yes the interesting co because because the twilight monastery the center of symmetry is for looking at the yeah. stars and for reading the future in the stars so the fact that parker possesses the orrery and Parker is also blessed with this ability to see into the future, either in the way that he did in the um, in the monastery, looking at the sensor of symmetry and looking at the starscape, or seemingly in these slightly more mundane situations in pools and mirrors mm. and so forth. I just I like the confluence of those elements. Yes, that's very interesting. On the subject of the orrery, um, yes, is there? So we had, I suppose, what you call a, a culmination or a, or some conjunction, kind of a grand conjunction of the orrery. Mm -hmm. Where yes, is it ticking over at the moment? When would be... Well, when there's another looking, one coming up. When's the next so one the, coming the, up? There was one on the 3rd of Misrule, yes. which is the third day of the Misrule Festival, right, during the Games. That was between Genius and uh, Mayanus. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> the next one, interestingly, is in... It is now, I think, the 3rd of Fart... Miss Rule is the like the three day month, isn't it? Miss Rule is a little interstitial yeah. festival in between. Yes. Between. So we're now um, back into a full month. Fumbulary of fart. and fart. Yes. Yes. And so you're into the normal. Yes, you're into the standard monthly cycle. So you're into fart. You're on the third of fart. The next grand conjunction is between Marx and Superty, and it is on the twentieth of fart. So in seventeen, 17 days, days okay. time. Mm -hmm. It's quite interesting. Right. So we have to keep our eye out for the twentieth of fart. And it's not too long before there's another one. There's one on the third of apeshit. So there's one only thirteen days later, mm -hmm. and that's between Marx and Satnav. So what did you say? The twentieth oh. is Superty and Marx. Yes. And the third of ape shit is... Marx and Satnav. Interesting. Mm. And then there's another one. The next one is on, is in Mage. Oh, no, Source, which is the interstitial festival between ape shit and Mage. <laughs> right. But I mean, okay, I, so I, I, I think of... at that point, we're looking quite a long way into the future. And then there's another one in Mage, another one in Duel. And then there's a long gap. Yeah. In terms of your ability to roll forward the orrery and look into the pattern, the last one that you can roll it forward to currently is on the 28th of dismember so that's right at the end of the year effectively if we're lucky we we get a, an oracle questioning once a month on that sort of basis yes that's right but also your sense is that these grand conjunctions drive other events yes that these the, 17 yeah. days is quite a long time in dnd in dnd time it's uh, time. it's an age Yes. How, long, how many how many uh, days have we actually been going since the start of the campaign? 
with when it. When did we start? Question. When was the first? When uh, was the? Give me a sec. Well, I hold up. I should have a, a note of this somewhere. I think you started on weekday, the third of Fumbulary. It's now weekday, the third of Fart. So, I mean, in that context, seventeen days is quite a. I mean, yeah, that's well, a, you're halfway. That's I mean, it's a, taken you a month yeah. to do the first half of the. Well, I mean, again, we're metagaming. Yeah, but you know that you're yeah. approaching the halfway point of the grand story. Yes. So you would expect that that next conjunction to fall within the horizon of the end of the story, yeah. unless things accelerate, whatever, rapidly. Who knows what's going to be possible? Who knows whether or not any of you survive what yes. we're about to well. experience? <laughs> Maybe you'll find out some stuff from Hesty uh, in this very episode if he survives the first five minutes. Have you got any other questions? No, those were me? my, my right. uh, main well, I questions. Think I, just, I just like the, again, as I was talking about before, I like yeah. the I like the way that Parker has sort of has got a definitely got a place in the story. Although it's very interesting, I think, in this little section that we're doing now, how Burple has rather taken on the mantle of the Farseer. Yes, maybe but in a I mean, slightly I, different I, way. I think that's actually I mean, from a you know, from a D from our the way we play D D point of view, I don't think we've ever had so much backstory in our characters that we actually Don't tell the readers this kind of stuff. <laughs> we do we discuss it all the time we're terrible no, we at that I mean, kind of stuff normally this is different but i have to say one of the one it's of the good. things i, I think mean, i think it uh, it works very well dear readers we've played a few extended campaigns but i think we've invested ourselves in this campaign more than we have anything else that we've ever done maybe because of the discipline that's enforced upon us by recording it and boring you dear readers with it that, but well that is an interesting factor yeah it may well be an factor, but I mean, I'm acutely conscious that most other tables, games out there, I mean, there's obviously there's a spectrum between just kind of rolling dice and smashing things on the head, which has hitherto tended to be our kind of way of approaching things, right? Our modus And operandi. a fully immersive roleplay experience where the dice just yeah. facilitate, I don't know, decision making and so forth. I'm conscious that other tables may roleplay much more than we do, but certainly for us, this is about as about as kind of immersed as we get. And but I mean, without getting too the sentimental character, about The it. characters are paper thin and we're 97 episodes in and you and I are only just talking <laughs> about this. So, you know, uh, maybe uh, anyway. But that being said, I mean, isn't that the mm. beauty of D&D is that the spectrum love, well, it's, it's, of, of possibilities yeah. in one oh, set of rules is just always fascinates me. You know, you can go from yeah, rules lawyering too. and... It, you know, mm. highly accurate rolling of dice, ch- skill checks for every single thing, right the way through yes. to, you know... And the different systems that support different yeah. levels of things. Something like Pathfinder and stuff, yes. which we aren't going to get into a discussion no. about, you know, those much more crunchy <laughs> rules. we here in two hours. What oh. I think is fascinating is that you yeah. can basically run all of this. At the Age of Worms is effectively 12 cut-out-and-keep installments in a mm-hmm. magazine from... 2000 and whatever a long time ago and then really just the basic rules yes we're running basic rules characters we're not using any external material i think really for spells or options not that i can think of at least not significant so you effectively off the basic rules whatever you've got this a universe that you can explore yeah a, a, a richness of opportunities yeah and that is the wonderful thing about role-playing games in yeah. general is that you you build these huge great stories and the experiences really off you know you can build them off some you know these little one-page games and so forth it's it's fantastic thing right thanks lucas we better push on with the role play attainment on the world's ninth best podcast it's always helpful if you give us a rating or a review on your podcast app of choice you can rate now in spotify or on apple podcasts or what's your one lucas uh beyond pod 
Beyond Pod? Can you rate things in Beyond Pod? I don't know, actually. I never bothered. Well, uh, dear reader, if you use Beyond Pod, why don't you find out whether or not you can rate us? I uh, ratings and reviews help push us up that the algorithms of these applications and, and get us yet more readers for us to disappoint. You can always find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. The handout that is mentioned later in this week's episode, I will post on Facebook so that you can have a look at it for yourselves. But really, it's not that exciting. And of course, you can always email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. And if it is not obscene, we may well retrieve it from Paul's distended bag and read it out. Other than that, I have no news or information. Thank you very much, Lucas. Thanks for your question. Yes, that was thank an interesting you for your discussion. The discussion, yes. Very and we will push on with episode 97, can you believe it, of the Billowing Hilltop podcast, Scry Me a River. Oh, very good. Everybody likes Johnny. Yeah, there's been stuff on Twitter today about you, Johnny. Has there? Was there? What did they say? Yeah. Well, they say you're a coward. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. That's not very yeah. nice. Well, well I don't know what you accurate. There's no denying it. You want me to dress it up for you? I mean, it's the way it is... Uh, Somebody posted on Twitter, we talk about challenge ratings, but sometimes we forget the best course of action with a picture of them all running away in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody replied, also known as the Uncle Buggy Plan of Attack. (laughs) (laughs) That's outrageous. That's outrageous. Well, they're listening to the thing. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, the edit does steer the narrative in a particular way but uh, what do you want me there's to do? no hiding from fearless. it I, mean, you can't. I don't know who andrew marsden 84 is but he's obviously <laughs> been listening closely um wait don't you have to listen yeah. that closely do you no you don't it's fairly no. obvious good evening everybody good evening good evening good, good evening. evening i'm here with dan hello dan I'm, Graham, I'm hello, Graham. Hello, johnny. hello johnny paul hello, hello paul hello. and dr Yusebio spider lucas hello should we do a recap or should i do a recap yeah you do well. i'll do a really quick recap um our heroes have jumped okay, that's through <laughs> yeah that's it right who wants to do what moving on go on you know you want to yeah go on I don't know that we really need to people surely remember you found Hesty Testapod and you freed him from his electric globular prison yeah Yeah. and he slumped to the floor well you don't know but what I will say is that the last thing I did last week was roll a d20 Um, yeah that d20 roll I made was a three Yes, and that's probably the number. What would you like to do, Alessandra? You're looking at the inert form of Hesty Testapod lying in front of you. I'm going to shout at sessions or the group behind me and say, "Does anybody have a straight up where we left last week?" Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying we just an argument. He's got seconds to live. Somebody heal him, please. And then I'm going to make my way. Let's, Let's roll initiative. Oh. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Initiative, eh? Okay, I've rolled for Hesty. Not good news for you guys. Anybody else want to roll? I get uh, 11. 6. Purple got 13. 18. Oh, no, 16. Purple gets 16. Can you see? Uh, okay, which one? Uh, sessions. That's the most important one. Yeah. And Buggy, what'd you get? I got four, uh, 6. You got a 6. Okay. So the thing I was I was going to say this, I, did, I backed away last week. Mm-hmm. Halflings are small, right? Mm-hmm. And what size is a greatsword? It's a little greatsword, well, isn't it? It's like a toothpick. Yeah, I think it's like it's a scaled greatsword. He bought it, right? It's not. Right. It wasn't found. So it's really a short sword. Yeah. Yeah. So it does one d six. Well, you know. Okay. I'll thanks, Dan, mm. for that. I will mm. look it up. Wait a minute. <laughs> 
Well, well it certainly used to be the case that they didn't do the same damage. Yeah. Sessions on twenty one. Yeah. What would you like to do? 3. I'm 5. going to at full tilt huff up the stairs, move <laughs> next to through the doors next to mm-hmm. Parker. That's a strenuous five square movement. <laughs> yeah, the idea of sessions at full tilt. <laughs> out of breath is quite already. Out of breath at yeah. the top. Put away the piece yeah. of cheese. Uh spy the um and that's the end of your round. Trump um, free, free interaction <laughs> with the cheese. And um, I will cast Healing Word on Hesty Testapod. He's yeah. our man. What does that do? That does... It's got 60 foot range and it heals him uh, 1d4. How, how, how what range? 60 feet. Oh, okay. Yep. And it heals him for a princely amount of... Eight points of healing. Eight points of happy. Happy, yeah. Okay. He stirs. He coughs. Um, <laughs> 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 oh dear. Oh no. Who wants to do what? I'll go, I'll looks, go up and hit him. He looks in a state of like, he looks like he's coming round from a coma or a deep sleep, and he looks. He doesn't well, look great. I mean, he's had eight hit points healed, in, so he's. We're in round sequence, aren't we? Yeah, but you can, I mean. I was really just trying to establish Disney whether or not he was going to peg it before you got to him. I'm going to ready an action to shoot at anything hostile. Shoot at him. Okay. I'm move into Anybody the room. else want to do anything? Just do that. Uh, uh, no, the room. I'm just by the entrance. Um, <clears throat> Anybody got any more healing for him? Yeah, I'm wondering if I want to do that. Oh, All right, I'll, if I'll we can get him out the room, room. then you know, it's lots of healing. I'll move up to him. He looks very. Uh, he looks like he's completely out of it. Probably he's, right. he's conscious. Just he's blinking. He's kind of groaning. Maybe he doesn't look like he's in a state. Him to the safe room that we're all in at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll do a the lightning third thing level cure back. on him. Oh, well, I mean, that's... 20 points. Wow. I mean, that's more hit points than he has normally. <laughs> He's a wizard. <laughs> that definitely revives him. He sort of coughs and he sits up. He turns, he goes... Purple. Yes. Well, I never... What do you mean, well, you never? Why are you, why are you going off by yourself? What are you, do, what are you, you doing this? here? We're saving you. That's what we're doing. Well, I, I can't... Uh, I have my... I have my... Uh, written, I can't do this voice. Right, what do you know? What's the question? What are you doing here? That's just about hold up though. I've got to do um, I have my researches. Yes, sir. so it's time to it's time to tell us what you know. I have my I have my work. I, I can't um, I can't remember how his voice goes. Can anyone remember how his disciples voice goes? It's one of your posh <coughs> voices, Mike. Yeah, but which one? The normal one. My real posh yeah, voice. Real or? posh voice. Yes, just about now what do you use at home. Oh, purple. No, he doesn't. <coughs> oh, purple. Oh, purple. He doesn't do that. No, no, it's it's like not this. all guttural. Purple. purple. Yes. Well, yeah. I've been... Parker. Oh, that's better. Yes. Oh, well. I've been doing my researches. You've yes. rescued me. Yes. That's Thank better. You. Again. That's better. Now, tell us... It's time you tell us what you know. Well, I don't know. What do you mean, Purple? How did you come to be he here? Sort of and where he, were you he, going? He, he, what were you expecting to find? He looks like find? he's a little conscious of his the shortness of his micro gown. He starts uh, arranging himself. <laughs> 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 the hesticles. Yes. Yeah. The hesticles are stowed. Stowed? So... Purple, your question, I'm sorry. Yes, why, where were you going? And why were you exploring but without I don't us? Know. I don't I've been investigating the Whispering Care. Why did you come back? You followed me through. Yes, we did, yes. Well, I'm, I'm full of admiration. Well done, Purple. Yeah, stop condescending. He, what level he are you? He looks at you in a slightly... <laughs> give me On 10th level now, so stop stop treating me like a child. And in the same way that you've been advancing in Power Purple, so have oh. I been advancing in Power Well, obviously not enough if we have to keep saving you. Right. 
So, um, <laughs> why did you come back to the Cairn? What did you suspect was here? I've always wondered about whether or not there was an opportunity in these Cairns to find something called the Rod of Seven Pines. Yes, I know about that. Well, I've been digging around in the hills for a long time. Your discovery of the Cairn, I couldn't resist another look while you were in Evenstar. While I was here, I found that the portal that you have also travelled through. Give me an insight check. <clears throat> Ins... 15. He's in a state of kind of discombobulation, although obviously your heal spell has, you know, sorted him out. Mm. Well, he's seems really bemused. My heal spell sorted him out. That just yeah, okay, him up. Yeah, well, whatever. Let's not get into picking up the atmosphere from last week. <laughs> he seems out of sorts, but you wonder whether or not that may be a little bit of an act. He seems to be regarding you in quite a sort of um, acute and steely way, Burple. Yes, what do you know about my father? Oh, well, now, Burple, I, I'm not sure that I do know any answers to the I'm things that you seek. I'm not sure I believe you. Would it be permissible for me to ask you a question, Purple? Well, that depends. Uh, you, you're not very forthcoming with your information. You clearly know something about the history and what's going on, and yet you've neglected well, I, to share it with us. I have I have um, suspicions, Purple, but I have no concrete knowledge. What suspicions of Certainly what? Certainly my... Well, I do wonder about your parentage, Purple. Yes. Um... Do you remember that you found a scrap of paper? Yes. In the mask of the faceless one? Yes. It matched with a scrap of paper that you remember, that, that I possess. I believe you that have, those writings... You have were, a piece of paper? Uh, uh, yes, I showed you it in the cave, uh, uh, up in the Cairn Hills, oh, when yes. you were returning right. from Blackwall Keep. You don't have another one that I'm not aware of. That is all I have, but... They do indent those two pieces of paper. They definitely match. Yeah. In my sense, my view is... Uh, I have a theory that it belongs to me. It's mine. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> I have a theory. One in. <laughs> I have a theory that those are some form of journal or writings by your mother, Bert. Yes, I know this. Oh, you do? Yes. And he looks at you with newfound respect. You are a perceptive a young man, are you not, Burple? I don't Tell know about me, that. Tell me, Burple, when you travelled here through the uh, uh, the apparatus, yeah. could you see something that others could not see? Yes. Could you sense a way through that others could not sense? Yes. Why do you... Follow me. Follow me. He stands up. He's full of energy and he starts walking up. Follow me, Burple. I need to show you something. Okay. And he starts walking up the steps. Oh, Parker. Buggy. He's just kind of like, Hello, he's like Mr. passing Test. the time of day. Like he's just sort of let you in the street. Local Buggy. Oh, you're fragrant as always. Oh. Sessions. Hello, Hello. Sessions. Yeah. Bunny sandwich. Alessandra. Hello. Uh, how was Evenstar, by the way? Any news? Anything interesting? How did you get on? You can tell me about your adventures as we walk. Follow me. No, follow you can me. tell us about your adventures riding. as we walk. Where are we going? Well, I mean, my adventure has taken me here, young Burple. It is simple. So I found the apparatus. I explored this area. And unfortunately, I fell foul of whatever that mechanism is in that chamber there. How long? So, so when we parted company, uh, you yes. came straight back, did you? Well, I, I dug about and I had a think and I, and I rested and recuperated, but you were away for a matter of a few days. This is Dungeons and Dragons, Burple. <laughs> you understand how the time works here. We've been in... Uh, did an entire... Did, we've been in the Gladiator. Competition. And then we've got another day to travel to get back here. Yes, and then, I know. You know. Burple, I'm misunderstanding for comic effect. Yeah. You've been away for about <laughs> ten days, and in that time, I rested and recuperated. I uh, helped the uh, restoration of the town after all of its other events. 
And then I started having a bit of a look about around in the Whispering Cairn, and it took me a couple of days, but then I found a way through the rockfall into the passage that you found. How long have you been away? Was Ilfane around? Was Ilfane around when you... Ilfane? Yes. Yes. Do you mean to say that she's still out there? Yeah. She attacked me and I ran in. Unfortunately. Bug on food. She flew off before we could kill her. That means the town must be in some kind of danger. You think? Oh dear. What a pickle. We should really return. But first, first, first. You're distracting me, Burble. Follow me, follow me. And he starts walking up the slope. Mm-hmm. There's something I need to show you. Yes. Okay, we go back up the slope. He walks into the gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, are you following him? Yeah. He walks round to the doors yeah. that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The moment that you step onto the gallery and you start walking around to the um, far end of the gallery, Burple, you followed his tracks up to these southernmost double doors but never went any further. Yeah. The moment that you step into the area in front of these double doors, they appear to you, Burple, to be outlined with a faint blue radiance. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Do you see anything that I don't see, Burple? He points at the doors. You mean aside from the... Uh... <clears throat> I think you've uh, you need to rearrange. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, absolutely. That's the problem. I see a blue uh, luminescent outline. You do, you do. The others, uh, the rest of you, Parker, Buggy, Alessandro, no, do you see anything? see anything? No, no. You have some form of sight, Burple. Something I feel that you must have inherited. This is where we are heading with our discussion. Right. I believe those memoirs of your mother refer to a, a, a creature, an entity that may well be your father, Burple. And I believe that that entity may have been one of what we call the Wind Dukes. Do you remember the Wind Dukes? Does anybody remember yes. anything about anything yes. that you're told? Well done, oh. well done. Okay. Well, Scaly. Yep. Scaly. Look at these doors, Burple. You see something that we do not see. This is because you can see something that my researchers tell me that the Wind Dukes refer to as the Skein. It is a path. It is a magical trail. It is a strand, Burple, that passes between worlds and dimensions. The fact that you can see it means that you must have inherited some of these properties from your father. Uh, Perhaps your journey through the apparatus has woken something within you. Do you feel different since you came through the apparatus? And he reaches to the doors and he opens them. Oh, right. And it's handout time. Oh. You see something, Burple. Yes. You can describe it to the others. Everybody else, you can see a plain wall in the style of the rest of the chambers around you so it's like the doors are false doors they just open towards you they just open on nothing uh so what do you see purple i see trees of green uh red roses you want to jump into the broom cupboard purple uh yeah why not okay let's jump into the broom cupboard briefly sorry guys one sec <laughs> so is this a map on the thing or is it like oh they've gone in the broom cupboard yeah, okay yeah, yeah. No. Sorry, I'm dozing off. What's going on? We're in the gallery. Uh, Hesty has opened those double doors and Purple can see something that we can't see. I mean, that's a wind duke. Oh, yes, he's scaly. So, I see what I suspect is a map. It's very plain. A map? Yeah, it looks like a sort of contours. I mean, it looks like um, a... Well, can, can you draw it for us? Well, I can. I can draw on it, I suppose. Yes. But more interestingly, I see a fire opal, which is glowing with this with this light. Mm. Shall I touch the fire opal? Yes. Oh, yes. Do it. Okay. I... Would you like to? Uh, go on. Go on. Yeah, go on then. Hesty is looking at you intently. Go on, go on then. Yeah, I'll do it. it. Do it. Grab it. Touch the fire opal. 
Okay, first things first. Uh, Everybody else, there is a flash of blue light. And where there was a plain wall behind these doors, a design is revealed. The design that Burple was describing to you. Burple. Yes. The moment that you touch the flame opal that's inset into the design, a vision flashes through your mind. Mm-hmm. It's a set of impressions, a struggle, a burst of energy, the lifting of a great evil, the death of a great warrior, the shattering of a great artifact, the breaking of the earth, the rush of a great flood. That's what you see. Everybody else, this design is revealed on the wall. Yes, it's a map. Which false door, sorry? It's the door at the end of the gallery. Okay. And Hesty can see it too. He seems extremely intrigued by it. He kind of... he leans forward he peers at it well i never well i never do you do you recognize this he glances sharply at you parker well that's a very interesting question parker look at this look at this i think and he points to the uh, dear readers and um, we'll put this map up on our facebook page or somewhere or something or we'll put a link in the show you always notes. Say that, but we never do you say always but how many handouts have we had lots really no. at least <laughs> two our two list of handouts that uh, we've had one including this one <laughs> um <laughs> the uh, yeah, but we've had floor plans and things which you've threatened to put up yeah yeah, yeah the maps and stuff but i mean johnny was going to draw maps he drew maps of that the first two weeks and then he stopped the thing is you don't need to put this on it's just a squiggly cloud shaped thing with a yellow blob on it it's not going to mean anything to anybody no well, but it's a map. Will... looks like a map to me you may well be right I'm always right. Readers, um, I will post this in our Facebook feed just in case you're interested to see. But what Hesty says is, I think that the darker areas are land and the paler areas are sea. Yes. This looks like the great continent. Okay. Our great continent. We call Aquarius, but it is it is somehow different. Look, look. Here, and he points to the area directly south of the fire opal, where there's a sort of bay that indents into the main... Uh, landmass. Here, I feel, he runs his finger up the middle of the central spine of it. This is where we find the great Nul Mountains. Yes, yes. To the east, the 39 steps. To the west, the hinterlands. Our hinterlands. And here, he points to a, a point on the kind of bay. This is where we would find Evenstar. This can't be right. Here to the north, the Wolflands. Here to the south, the Southern Blight. Everything is fine, but this coastline here, he points to the coast of the inlet, this coastline, this is the line, I mean, it's not exact, but this is the line of the barrier cliffs. There is no sea here. Where this sea is, that is now the lands that wait. None of this makes any sense. How can it be? The sea has evaporated. Surely this is a map. Isn't it the other way around? The ice caps drying up. I'm not sure that I understand the sense of it. I, I really don't know. What a fascinating discovery, Burple. Fascinating. Right, fascinating. But the next question is obviously, with the opal, the fire opal, where is that? There's a fire opal on the map. Where does that represent? Mm. At some point in, in what we call the wolflands. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Burple, is it? there's a, a kind of a line running out from your breastbone, right. snaking its way through the air like a sort of speckled blue skein or trace running straight into the fire opal so i seem to be connected to the fire opal. you do something is going on you're not quite sure what can i um... Just tell me about your adventures tell me about eligos what did she have to tell us about the ebon triad virtually nothing oh that's very disappointing and what happened in evenstar 
Um, I think it's time that we started asking you some questions. Of course. If I can think of any. Which <laughs> okay. I can't. No, well, that's fine. <laughs> what? No, take us all. Elegos is dead. He just freezes. Sorry to, no, that, sorry to that tell can't, be the bearer that of that can't news. can't be my old friend. I mean... She did. We became estranged. How? Uh, uh, we we quite remember. <laughs> defeated this large worm, the Augustaster. Yes. We destroyed the Augustaster, but when we returned yes. to Elig... We'll tell him the story of our adventures <laughs> in the gladiatorial. Well, it's quite long. I mean, I don't think our readers want and me we to... Can't yeah, really so remember. Yes, we don't want to get into no, the no, whole exactly. detail of everything. Yeah. So we'll, we'll re- recount our adventures. He is a... And he is amazed. He is sore amazed. With hooves and um, the word. Right. He's amazed with hooves. And Ragnian. He's amazed He's got with hooves. hooves. He's got hooves. And he knows how to with. use them. Um, we will. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't actually remember how she died. Basically, we got back and she had been. We, she'd been beheaded. Been beheaded. She'd been beheaded by, by Rachnian. We think is uh, we think the, is in sorry, the area. This is all big. None of this is making any sense. Sorry, okay. Rachnian is the master of games. He's nothing to do with any. Um, okay, we have part, we have triad. part of the story. So what there are. Let's relay the bits we know. Yeah, there are there agents was the shrine of to Kios. evil. There, there seems the to be a concerted conspiracy to. You're all speaking at once. I can't make sense of it. There seems to be a concerted the, effort to bring about the Age of Worms. The Age of Worms, yes. Involved we have... Uh, involved we have... Involved we have... <laughs> no, involved we have uh, Ragnar. Yes, teach it the ways the force I will. Are you finished? I mean, no, but carry on. We have Ilfane, who seems to be... The dragon. The dragon. I barely escaped with my life. Well, and she still waits. Had plant, and she's planted still at large. A, uh, uh, an egg riddled yes. with with these words. Oh, we know this. With, yes, yeah. the, with the, the lizard, the, the lizard. How do you yes, know yes. this? You weren't there. You told me when you returned from Blackwall Keep all that time ago. Did we? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought we went straight from there on to uh... at the end of book three, Bob. No, yes, I thought yes. we went straight back, uh, straight on. Oh, no, no, this no, no, came, okay. came back and. Fine. Yes. Okay, and there, and so Ilthane is involved. Then we have this guy Ratnian who is uh, had summoned this worm in Master the arena. Of games, and I never the, the the giant worm. Then we had the Gracious. the the cults, and you know, as you know, with the the Debon triad underneath. So Debon so basically, triad, there yes, seems yes. to be a lot. Seems to be a lot of agents of some force the voice seems to come back to me basically the less you know about the story yeah. the more yeah. the voice comes back yeah no but i'm i think i'm demonstrating no, no, the some secret quiet. is to say oh yes mm-hmm. yeah, but yes <laughs> <laughs> it works um uh, yeah and so what i'm wondering is what the connection is between all these various parties and we also had the a mind flare but that mind flare we think was connected to Rachnian so we've kind of traced that thing back to Rachnian and he's we, he's come here we think and he was an agent of Kios so we had they're all, the all agents Kios of Kios stuff below the arena so the Ebon Triad in some way must be related to this Kios worship yes Kios is the harbinger of the Age of Worms Yes. Yes, we know this because a, we've a, had the document before, which talks about him as being the, indeed. the harbinger of the Age of Worms. We are on the cusp of a difficult time. I believe my my ability to help you is 
is limited. Well, we know this. Let's go and see my old mentor, Marcus Dumbringer. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's go. Yes. Wizard. He may be able to help. Yes. You. Obviously. Let's the go most see powerful him. wizard. I believe he we has. He's renowned way. for his funny voice. I, I understand. And his, uh, yes. And his bad clothes. He is a quite extraordinary individual. <laughs> yes. Extremely uh, yeah. powerful. Strength is measured in different ways. <laughs> Delusional. You must see past the surface. <laughs> <laughs> and you must somehow find it in yourself to ignore some of the stranger behaviors because he is a wise and powerful wizard. Marcus and I have a difficult past. Eligos too, but he will be able to help you. You must travel to see him. But what I would say is that here he kind of encompasses where you are with open arms. This may well be somewhere that can help us. I believe that this is the tomb of Ecosiol. Right. Ecosiol was a great general of the Windukes. Ecosiol was the leader of the Windukes that defeated Miska the Wolf Spider. We know this, yeah. of Pesh all those years before. Ah! He looks at the map and he points at the fire opal. Pesh! This must be Pesh! Right. And I suspect that that is where we are. The apparatus. <laughs> the apparatus has taken us further than I thought. Fascinating. Fascinating. So, now, you know, the Windukes, they use their tombs to conceal items of great power that may be useful to us in our quest to somehow prevent the Age of Worms. You must continue this quest. You must find out what secrets this tomb has. And as you do so, you will need this. And he reaches, he offers to you this object, this stone seal not <laughs> seal um, <laughs> seal of power seal the thing the size of a quality street tin that he was holding he must have picked it up from the shelf earlier I found this in earlier in my explorations and I feel that it must be the key to making any more progress in this strange environment you must take it Burple it may help you with what you wish to discover wasn't there a door with some mechanoid things trying to that's grab? that's right there's the doors that you opened with the map behind there's a fresco to either side of it and on the doors of some sort of mechanism you believe it's some sort of construct from the plane of mechanus reaching for this stone seal hesty offers it to you it's obviously important who's carrying it who's carrying who's going to carry it I'll hand it to Grimbold in the uh, bag of holding okay the sort of little green hand <laughs> grabs it comes out Takes it inside the bag of holding. Excellent. Um, Hesty uh, lowers his voice. Everything you tell me about the Ebon Triad and about the death of Eligos and about uh, Ragnian, you said that I can't believe this is true. Ragnian, the master of games, this makes no sense. Tells me that we are on the verge of the Age of Worms if we do not act quickly. You must go. Definitely must go see Marcus Dubrick. Where is he anyway, you silly old fool? <laughs> <laughs> Dubrick has built an echo a copy, a replica, of the sorcerer's spire in Evenstar, built on a rocky island that Doombringer calls True Spire Island, which sits in the lake of the cold sky, north of Elmshire, north of your monastery, Parker. It is oh, there you must right. go to speak to him, but first we must complete our investigations here, because I believe there are treasures here that may help us in our quest. Excellent. Right. Where do you think they are? Well, I do not know. I'm not sure in which way to travel. I did look briefly before I was entrapped. The stairs on the other side of the chamber with the lightning globe, but that to me seemed to be some device, some sort of snare or trap or dead end. I 
shore. Where else have you been? Have you seen the river? Yes. Burple, does anything call to you? Can you see the skein? Can you see any guide to where you must go next? No. But I don't know if you need to walk river. around a bit now that oh, you've touched the opal. Shall I walk around a bit then? I'll walk I around a bit, Mike. What about the go far side of the room? There's a wall of fire. Well, as you walk around the gallery, the little skein of blue light still anchors you to the fire opal in the design. But right. can he see anything else? What can you see, Purple? Can you see anything that we cannot see? I can see a line from me to the a opal. Line? The skein, Purple. Yes. The skein. Yes. Where does it lead? To the opal. Well, you must interact with it. I'll interact with the opal. What are you doing? I will remove it Push from it. the wall. The moment that you touch it again, Burple, yeah, you are grabbed by a vision of a river of blood and a compulsion to throw yourself into that river and join its flow. Ah, excellent. Right. Let's the go. moment that that vision has flashed through your mind, the skein, the blue trace that you can see leading into the fire opal, dissipates and the fire opal itself loses its inner glow. Ooh. Right. So you've now got to go and dive into the River of Blood. Hesty sees that interaction. Oh, Bapple, what did you learn? What did you see? Um, How exciting. I should throw myself into the River of Blood. Of course, of course. What do you mean, of course, of course? That must be the way on. What possible danger could there be? <laughs> I, of course, cannot join you. I am too old. <laughs> I must and return rubbish. to Diamond Lake and my house. Okay, thanks for the steer oh, um, About your house. What about what about my house? It doesn't exist anymore. What do you mean it doesn't exist anymore? Well, we, we, crisp. we went there before coming here and uh, it looks like Ilfane kind of had a go at it. He goes grey. Greyer. Well, he was never that grey. He was more of a sort of... I don't know what colour he is, actually. I've always thought of him as being... Oh, purple. actually, he was, I don't know why. Uh, no, quite orange. Quite fake tan. Yeah, orange, exactly, fake tan. Yeah. Yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, underneath the David Dickinson fake tan, he goes... <laughs> He's got tan lines on his thighs. He's like an extra from Benidorm. <laughs> He's got the doesn't-know-what-it-means Chinese tattoo. <laughs> Isn't it the Giuliani with the sort of dye oh, running God. off the sides of his head? Oh. <laughs> he goes, yeah. ashen. When you tell him this, I'm out of my depth here. Okay. I am. Doombringer will be able to help you, but I can help you no longer. Burple, I am not sure of your parentage, but it seems to me that you must have inherited something. Yes. Some kind of sight from. I, I, whatever this creature was. You know what this means? It means Burple is scaly. You're scaly. It's official. Yeah, unfortunately, it does. It's just very annoying. But <laughs> apparently, I can sometimes win. Uh, what's it called? Misty Step. And that's quite a useful little power if that's uh, something I can do. It resembled Misty Step, whatever it was. Yeah. What about behind the wall of fire? What does he know about that? I've not ventured there. There is some kind of entity through those flames, but I've not interacted with it. Dan. I believe it must be some kind of guardian. Dan, Dan, yeah. don't avoid it, mate. You've got to throw yourself into the river of blood. Let's do it. I think we all do. Well, you've got to go first. Basically. Yeah, I, unfortunately I do. All right, Mike, I will... <laughs> I, you, know, you know those bits where... In, in like cartoons where the, the character is really sad and has his arms all droopy. And yes. So, yeah, it's basically, I'll do that on the walk down to the level. Head so you're being Shows made, yeah. you're being made like to walk down to the river. that I have to go Alexandra is blood. skipping along beside yeah. it. <laughs> Alexandra? Sandy. Sandy. So is this a kind of beach, this bit that's that's running alongside the river. There is a beach that runs... Uh, Hesty is not coming with you. I right. must return to Diamond Lake in my home. Burnt to a crisp. And he, um, in a state of 
deep depression, he trudges off. And the last thing you hear him say is, Find Doombringer. Find Doombringer. He is the only answer we have. Okay, Mike. Yes. Two questions. Which yes. way is the river flowing? From left, left to right. right. And what are those uh, dots leading into the northern fork to the east? Those dots mark where the current is behaving slightly strangely. You feel like Alessandra had a look at this last, uh, I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The flow runs from north west to southeast, but that's oversimplifying it. Where it splits to your right into two forks, right and left. The left fork, you you feel that there are eddies in the current. They go high. And you don't feel that that looks like that's the general main course of the river. It looks like the main course of the river is off to the right fork. Right. And the other one looks like it might lead to a sort of cul-de-sac of some sort. And yeah, kind of, yeah, like, like a neutral current. It must be that the water that. must be flowing in there and coming back. Beyond, yeah, so beyond that, it's not flowing in quite the same way. It's all calmer. That's right, exactly. So those little dotted lines just represent the dividing line in the way that the current is working. Okay. You can make your way round to a little spur of the beach right up next to the forks. What's your dark vision? My dark vision is 60 feet. I don't know because of the angle that there's all that much more to show you, but let me see what I can find. Sorry, readers, we're doing stuff with the map, but Burple is standing on the southern shore of a river running from his left to his right and forking on his right up and down. There are strange things going on with the current. 60 feet dark vision. Well, you can see right up into this fork, Burple, and you can see far enough to see that it actually forks again in that direction. Oh, fork off. But looking the other way... I don't think the angle really helps you. That southern fork, you can just see that it heads off in the direction you think. It looks like it's heading off and maybe turning a little, maybe turning south so that it might be running along the side of the rooms that you've investigated. You know, the room with the carpet and the statue and the room with the the lightning glow. It looks like maybe it heads off round and follows round the side of those rooms. Right. I think that's an awful lot of stuff to learn from standing there. Anybody else want to do anything? Sessions, Parker, Alessandra. Alessandra, buggy. Get out the Alessandra's old, um, broom, I think. He's going out on the, to uh, the sweepstake. Yep. Alessandra's going to, now she can, start her flying. And I'm saying it's about eight in the evening on, yeah. still on the same day, uh, weekday the third of five. Yep. Four hours until you can take a long rest. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to wait, you know, look at Burple, point at the Do we want to take a rest before blood. we explore or shall we, um, shall oh, we I press, think on? press on? Yeah, I think we should press on. You should, I think you should get in. Okay. It's flowing pretty fast. Somebody give me an intelligence check. I know that Sessions and Alessandra have had a look at this river before. Burple, you give me an intelligence check. 17. You think it's water, Burple. Yeah. You think it's water with some kind of chemical admixture. Okay. Its viscosity is not blood-like. Yeah, but uh, water itself... That doesn't mean that it's not incredibly scary. Mm. I'm going to pull out my figurine of wondrous power and summon my griffin. Okay. As you do so, yeah. A couple of things. First thing, happens, I feel the blessing uh, of everybody all. else you're gathered around the golden griffin figurine is cast down onto the beach. Yep. Starts to grow. You feel like it's been activated. As that's happening, you notice something from the river surfacing in the river. Told you we should have taken a rest. That wouldn't have made any difference. 
think they would have interrupted us. Yeah, we wouldn't have taken a rest here. Are a couple of entities. They surface one Ooh. in the northern fork of the uh, river. Yeah, really amateur. One rising up to the surface from the southern fork. It looks like they could sort of almost ignore the current. They look like a blend or a cross or a weird sick hybrid between a blood corpuscle and a blood clot. A sort of globular yet clotted. Nice. They look like bruises they look like living bruises yeah a bit, a bit of me they void. surface and warble up to the surface of the river and they start making their way towards you they look horrible okay the other thing that happens purple is this figurine of yours has expanded to its full size mm-hmm. uh, it's sort of not perhaps the kind of griffin that you were expecting well, what's that mean uh, well it's got the body of a lion yes it's got sickly green, grey, mangy, uh, mangy fur. What? Its head, forelimbs, and wings. I've checked the description of the griffin on D&D Beyond. Its head, forelimbs, and wings, though, are not those of an eagle, but rather those of a vulture. Right. Cursed. Is it like a cursed item? Can you remember where you got it? No. From that weird no. museum. <sighs> So Do you remember yeah. the creatures in the museum that you triggered? The type oh. one demons. Yeah, the vulture-headed. Yeah, it looks like that. <sighs> its eyes gleam oh. at you, purple, with a kind of malevolent menace. It throws back its head and it issues a blood-curdling scream <sighs> as these weird blood creatures attack, and we will find out. Brilliant. <sighs> <sighs> quite what is going on with your figurine of wondrous power when we pick things up next. Marvellous. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Excellent. That's great, isn't it? Have we added an extra foe in there? The Billowing Hilltop podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. A Gathering of Winds and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. A Gathering of Winds was written by Wolfgang Bauer. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Dungeon Dads is a podcast of four dads. John, Tim, Sam, and me, Tom, playing an epic game of D&D. But it's really a story of three mismatched heroes. Jonas Silverwind, a highborn wizard. I am going to cast Mage Ama. Abel Rockbrother, a wayward cleric. Tempest, will you please, in your infinite wisdom, help me to kill these men? And Phil Near Omajira, a warlock who's made a pact with a higher power. I owe it my life. Guess you had to be there. Come for the epic adventure. This army of barbarians in fur and leather, they're rushing the war wagon. Stay for the dad jokes. So, uh, <laughs> here's the whole fellas. So, quoth the queen? And 80s references. People are people, so why should it be that you two should get along so awfully? Find us at DungeonDads.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, not bad. Uh, can we do one more take where you pretend like you actually like the show? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>